Hello all, my name is George, and I'm with Spirit Warriors of Christ. I know I just did a video talking about two world events followed by judgment, and I believe we are facing the third, and it will soon be followed by judgment, and I believe this time it will be the tribulation. Therefore, I believe the rapture is going to occur very soon. Why do I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture? Well, I know I've recently talked about the rapture, but because of current world events, I felt it was important to mention again. Besides, I've updated my teaching. I will have to break this into two videos because it is so much content. I believe the Jewish wedding ceremony was clearly the teaching of the rapture. In the Old Testament, when a man wanted to marry a woman, he would spread word all over town and everyone would gather at the city gate. This is where the elders would be who would ratify the marriage agreement. The marriage contract would be read aloud. The proposed groom would pay a dowry or bride price. Now what is interesting is that this dowry was used to take care of the woman if something was to happen to her husband. Well, Jesus did the same. He came to the earth and paid the bride price by giving his life for the church. This was for our benefit. He died that we may have eternal life. Now, after the contract is read, the man must pour a cup of wine and offer it to his proposed wife. This was known as the cup of joy. If she drank the wine, she accepted the proposal. Then the man would drink from the cup and say, You are now consecrated to me by the laws of Moses, and I will not drink again of this cup until I drink it anew with you in my father's house. Thus, the Last Supper was a contract of marriage, where Jesus did the same thing. At the Last Supper, Jesus said, Take, drink, this is the blood of the new covenant. I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until I do so with you in my father's kingdom. Thus, when we drink the wine of communion, we are accepting Jesus' proposal for marriage. Remember, the first miracle Jesus performed was turning water into wine at the wedding in Cana. Then the man would say, I must go to my father's house to prepare a place for you, but I will come again to get you. Well, Jesus did this in John fourteen two and 3, where Jesus said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. This alone pretty much proves a pre-tribulation rapture, because Jesus is coming to take us to heaven, and no one goes to heaven after the tribulation. Then, once the place was ready, he would return for his bride. Yet it was not up to him. He would have to wait for his father to say it was ready. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-four thirty-six, But of the day and the hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. Yet in their culture, they would have understood that this was saying that he would come in the middle of the night. But when the father gives the command, he goes to get his bride. This was usually around midnight. When they got near, they would shout and blast the trumpet to make her aware that she would, they were coming. Well, 
The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4.16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. But now it gets interesting, because when he went to get the bride, she would not walk back to the father's house. No, they had a chair for her to sit upon. She was lifted into the air and carried to the father's house. Then, of course, after this is the wedding ceremony that would last seven days, and then they come out for the wedding feast, which could last for several weeks. The important thing is, is that when he went to get the bride, only those who were ready would be allowed into the wedding ceremony, and the door was shut. No one could leave or enter until it was over. Well, we will have the wedding ceremony in heaven, and then be with Jesus for seven years. Then Jesus will bring us back to the earth for the wedding feast. Luke twelve thirty six. And ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Thus, the Jewish wedding ceremony is a perfect description of the rapture, just as this, each of the seven feast days is a prediction of an event in Jesus' life. Couple this with Hebrews 9.28, Christ was sanctified sacrificed once to take away the sins of many and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him he will come again not to deal with our sins but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him why are we waiting for the rapture of course just as the bride would wait for the return of her husband furthermore the tribulation is clearly for the Jews and not the church. Daniel 9.24 Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people, upon thy holy city, to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint, anoint the most holy. Revelation 7 speaks of 144,000 Jews, being sealed by God. Revelation 11 speaks of two Jewish witnesses. Revelation 12, 6, And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared for her of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. The woman is Israel, and the event is the abomination of desolation. Jeremiah 37, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it, it is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Seems fairly obvious that the tribulation is not about the church, but it is the time for Jews to reconcile with God. The tribulation is Israel's last seven years to make an end of their sins and to get right with God. It has nothing to do with the church. The Bible clearly speaks of dispensations, a period of time where God deals different people in different ways. We are currently in the dispensation of grace, but after the rapture, God's focus will return to the Jews. Dispensations are mentioned in Ephesians 1.10, Ephesians 3.2, Colossians 1.25, 1 Corinthians 9.17. The rapture cannot be post-tribulation, although I know there are several sites 
promoting an end of tribulation rapture, but this cannot be. Let me explain. I know why they believe in a post-tribulation rapture, because of Matthew 24, 29-31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and he shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. But Jesus is talking about the Jews and others who would come to believe in Jesus during the tribulation. Besides, it says, gather, not transformed or taken to heaven. Now, Scripture says that the wicked are gathered and cast into hell at Jesus' second coming, Matthew thirteen thirty-seven and 43. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall be the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who hath an ear, let him hear. Yet all believers will be changed at the rapture. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty to 53 Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So, if the wicked are all cast into hell at his second coming, and the righteous all get immortal bodies, then how does Satan gather people at the end of the millennium, as there will be no flesh and blood humans left on the earth to have children? This cannot be. As Revelation 20 says, there will be so many, they will be as the sand of the sea. Revelation 20, 7-8 And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. This, more than anything else, proves to me it must be a pre-tribulation rapture. In addition, Zechariah 14.16 says, People will come to worship Jesus every year for the Feast of Tabernacles. And Isaiah 65 says, People will have children and people will die during the millennium. Therefore, there must be flesh and blood humans on the earth that would be gone with a post-tribulation rapture. But because the Jews rejected Jesus as their Messiah, he has turned his attention away from the Jews and unto the Gentiles. 
the age of grace or the church age until the rapture. Romans 11.25 For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. The rapture will end the time of the Gentiles. Then God will turn his attention back to the Jews as it in the time of Jacob's trouble. Furthermore, Revelation 3.10, Jesus said, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon the whole world, to try them that dwell on the earth. Thus, the, who do God's, those who do God's will will not face the tribulation. Then, Daniel 7.21 says, I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints, and prevailed against them. Also, Revelation 13.7 says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them. And power was given to him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. These indicate the Antichrist has victory. Yet, in Matthew 16.18, Jesus said, I also say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Thus the church must be gone, as we do not fall to Satan and his rule. Can't you see when he comes for the church, he does not come to judge the world for sin, he comes to gather his faithful. At his second coming, he comes with vengeance upon the wicked world. Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Please, if you don't know Jesus, do so today. We are watching prophecy come to pass right before our eyes. There is no promise we will have another day. Jesus is not going to come for his church, is going to come for his church, and you don't want to be left behind. So how do you accept Jesus? Scripture teaches us we are all sinners no matter how good of a life we live. Romans 3.23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but we have a chance at eternal life. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But God loved us so much he sent his Son for us. Romans 5.8 But God commanded his love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So how do you get this peace and joy? It's the ABCs of salvation. A, admit you're a sinner and accept that Jesus was real and that he died for the forgiveness of your sins. B, believe with your heart that Jesus was crucified and rose on the third day. C, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that you want to follow him and ask him to forgive you of your sins. If you are serious and truly believe in your heart what you have said, you should receive the Holy Spirit immediately. Then I suggest you find a church and get baptized that you may receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and this will change your life. This is the end of part one. Please view part two. I thank you for viewing our channel. I hope you have learned something and may God bless you and have a wonderful day. Hello all. My name is George and I'm with Spirit Warriors of Christ. This is part two of the series on the rapture. The rapture is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 15 and 1 Thessalonians 4, but it says Jesus will meet us in the clouds. He's not coming for vengeance. Yet in Revelation 19, 
Jesus comes to the earth and he comes in vengeance for the sin of mankind. Clearly, this is two separate events. Paul speaks of the rapture, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven, heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, where is our comfort if we're going to face the tribulation? 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-one to 52 Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Furthermore, the church is not to suffer God's wrath. The tribulation is clearly God's wrath, for it is Jesus who opens the seals that make up the tribulation. 1 Thessalonians 1.10 And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. 1 Thessalonians 5.9 for God hath not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5.9 Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. We shall escape when Jesus takes us to heaven. Isaiah 26.20 Come, my people, and enter thou into thy chamber, and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment, until the indignation is overpassed. Revelation 6.16 And said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. The rapture is our blessed hope. We will not be here for the tribulation. These previous passages are a clear contradiction to Revelation 6, 15-17. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and rich men, and chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Scripture says that Jesus is our blessed hope. Titus 2.13 Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why would Jesus speak of an escape from the wrath to come if it was post-tribulation? Luke 21.36 
Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may about counted a worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. The rapture must occur pre-tribulation because the restrainer in Second Thessalonians two six is the Holy Spirit. The restrainer is referred to as both the neuter what and as the gender he. This mix applies to the Holy Spirit who is a person, he, but also described in the Greek as a what. It also says that he will restrain until he is taken out of the way. Since the man of sin has not yet been revealed, we can see the restrainer has been suppressing his appearance for over 2,000 years. When we look at all the pieces, we see that the restrainer is both referred to both as a what and a he, the restrainer existed in Paul's day. The restrainer has been restraining for over 2,000 years. The restrainer is powerful enough to suppress the powers of darkness who wish to promote the man of sin. The restraint is global. The restrainer must have supernatural power for what government could restrain Satan and do so continuously for 2,000 years. Yet scripture teaches the Holy Spirit has such a ministry. Genesis 6, 3, Genesis 26, first, uh, I'm sorry, John 16, 18. Thus, it seems the best solution for the identity of the strainer is the Holy Spirit himself. The Holy Spirit, at the founding of the church, began to dwell in believers. Thus, we as believers are the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. When the church is raptured, it will return to the way it was in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit was here, but it did not reside inside of people. It would come upon people for a while and then leave them again. Clearly, we are in heaven in Revelation 5, 7-9. And he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne, the beginning of the tribulation, and when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps, gold vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation." The elders are obviously raptured saints, as the Greek term for elders is never used to refer to angels, but only to men. How do we return with Jesus if we're not taken in pre-tribulation? Revelation 19, 7-8 Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready, and her to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the linen is the righteousness of the saints. Revelation 19:11-14 And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, clean and white. Remember, the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. 
Jude also speaks of our returning with Jesus. In Jude 14, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints. 1 Thessalonians 3.13 To the end he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Zechariah 14.5 And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azale. Yea, ye shall flee like ye fled before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah the king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. Revelation, the church is mentioned 19 times in chapters 1 through 3, then disappears until chapter 20, after the tribulation is over. Also in Revelation 1.20, Jesus is walking among the seven candlesticks and say they represent the church. Yet, in Revelation 4, 5, after John is called into heaven, he sees the throne, and before the throne are the seven candlesticks. Thus, the church must have been raptured. Then God says, you must see what takes place hereafter. After what? After the church is taken, obviously. Also in Revelation, let him who has an ear hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches is written over and over again in chapters 1 through 3. Then in chapter 13, 9, it says, He who has an ear, let him hear. What the Spirit says to the churches is gone. And last but not least is what we are wearing. Tribulation saints will get white robes, Revelation 7, 9. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues, stood before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palms in their hands. Revelation seven thirteen and 14. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of the great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They get white robes. The church-age saint gets fine linens. Revelation 19, 6-8. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and the voice of many waters, as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints." Thus, the church is gone before the tribulation, or they would have all been given white robes, not fine linen. Is it so hard to believe that Matthew twenty four thirty one was speaking of the Jews? The whole point of the tribulation is for the Jews to get right with God. It's Daniel's 70th week, Daniel nine twenty four. Seventy weeks are appointed determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. 
Why ignore so much that points to a pre-tribulation rapture because of one verse? The Jews are God's chosen elect. Isaiah 45, 4. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and for Israel, mine elect, I have called thee by my, thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. Why do so many people want to preach a post-tribulation rapture when scripture makes it clear that Jesus is coming to take away his church, but he is not coming to the earth, yet the end he will come to the earth, and in his second coming he will bring the church-age saints with him to bring vengeance upon the evil world. Thus, we need to be watching and looking for Jesus. Jesus made this clear in Matthew 25, 1-13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps, and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they slumbered and slept. At midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be enough for us and you, but rather go to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they were went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went into the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. The point is, many may claim to be Christians, but you must be born again to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I hope I have helped some to see the truth. There are so many today who want to try and set dates for the return of Jesus, and, of course, they are wrong. Yet, because this, many have left the faith and lose hope. Many pastors today will not preach on the prophecy because it leads to controversy. So many pastors are ignoring prophecy altogether and not teaching that Jesus is coming back. Yet this has caused a problem, because it is prophecy that proves the Bible is real. God said, I have showed you these things, that when you see them come to pass, you will know that I am God. This is what is bringing about the apostasy the Bible speaks of. Because people no longer believe the Bible is true, a survey says 85% of people do not believe the core values given to us in Scripture. Sounds like apostasy to me. Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Please, if you don't know Jesus, do so today. We are watching prophecy come to pass right before our eyes. There is no promise we will have another day. Jesus is going to come for his church, and you don't want to be left behind. So how do you accept Jesus? Scripture teaches us we are all sinners, no matter how good of a life we live. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but we have a chance at eternal life. Romans 6.23 for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But God loved us so much he sent his son for us. Romans 5.8 
But God commendeth his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So how do we get this peace and joy? It's the ABCs of salvation. A, admit you're a sinner and accept that Jesus was real and that he died for the forgiveness of your sins. B, believe with your heart that Jesus was crucified and rose on the third day. And C, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that you want to follow him and ask him to forgive you of your sins. If you are serious and truly believe in your heart what you have said, you should receive the Holy Spirit immediately. Then I suggest you find a church and get baptized that you may receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and this will change your life. I thank you for viewing our channel. I hope you've learned something and may God bless you and have a wonderful day.